WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Thursday, December 3rd, 2020. The University of Illinois COVID-19 Executive Steering Committee has announced a new method for alerting faculty of their test results. Faculty and staff members who test positive for coronavirus will now receive a text message shortly after their test is processed. The message will encourage immediate isolation and alerts staff members that they are no longer allowed to work on campus or attend any in-person activities. Recipients of the text message will need to respond with the letter Y in order to notify the sender that they are aware of their test results. The Champaign-Urbana Public Health District will continue their efforts for contact tracing in conjunction with Illinois Human Resources as these positive tests are reported. Almost a year after the initial outbreak of COVID-19, pharmaceutical companies are closer than ever to providing an effective vaccine for the virus to the public. WPGU's Ann McEwen has the latest on the distribution of these promising vaccines. The United Kingdom is the first country to approve the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, expecting mass vaccination in the coming days. Britain's medicines regulator, the MRHA, says American drug maker Pfizer and Germany's BioNTech have created a vaccine found to be 95% effective in protection against COVID-19. Elderly people in care homes and care home staff are placed at the top of the priority list, followed by over 80s and healthcare workers. However, the logistical issue remains that the vaccine must be stored at negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit, meaning major hospitals will receive the vaccine because they have the facilities to keep it cool. From there, it can only be moved once and kept in batches of 1,000, complicating the process to get the vaccine to those who need it most in care homes. Pfizer confirmed the first stocks of the vaccine will be for NHS, Britain's public health service, which will give them out for free based on clinical need. The vaccine is given in two injections, 21 days apart, with its full effective immunity after the second dose. The United States Food and Drug Administration is not scheduled to review the vaccine until December 10th. From WPGU News, I'm Anne McEwen. UPS, the American shipping giant, reportedly reached capacity on Cyber Monday earlier this week, alerting their brown truck drivers to stop picking up packages from multiple large retailers. According to a report by the Wall Street Journal on Wednesday, internal documents showed UPS halting shipments midday from Nike, The Gap, L.L. Bean, and Macy's, among others. Hoping to mitigate the usual frenzy in stores during this season, the CDC has asked all Americans to sharply limit their in-person shopping, hoping to stay the spread of the coronavirus this winter. Retailers have largely sought to accomplish the same goal, pushing Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals as early as October this year. As scientists continue to learn about the coronavirus, guidelines and recommendations are changing, hoping to protect the most people while balancing personal freedom. WPGU's Tara Mobasher reports on the most recent of these guideline changes. The previously announced 14-day quarantine period after a person has been exposed to the coronavirus has been shortened to 7 to 10 days according to the guidelines issued Wednesday by the CDC. The person would be expected to monitor symptoms during and after the 10-day period in order to ensure contraction of the virus has been avoided. This revised guideline was made by the CDC in response to the reluctance of individuals to answer calls made as a part of a contact tracing effort. 
CDC scientists have reported that those who conclude their quarantine after seven days will showcase a 5% residual risk of transmitting the virus and a 1% risk of following a 10-day quarantine. The CDC hopes that a shorter quarantine period will cause people to be more cooperative with contact tracers. With WPG News, this is Tara Mobasher. Both University of Illinois basketball teams competed on Wednesday, with the women's team falling at home against Valparaiso, while the men's team lost to Baylor in Indianapolis. After entering the fourth quarter with a five-point lead, the Illini women's basketball team just couldn't hold on, falling 62-59, to despite double-double performances from Janae Terry and Kennedy Miles. The team struggled with the free-throw line, shooting just 45.5% from the line, while the women's team also made just one three-pointer for the entirety of the game. The men's team didn't fare much better, falling 82-69, to despite 18 points from Iota Sunmo and 15 points from Georgie Bashanishvili. The Illini kept the game close in the first half and entered the second half only down by one point, but the Baylor Bears pulled away in the second half, benefiting from 12 turnovers. The men's team returns to the State Farm Center on Saturday against the University of Tennessee at Martin, with tip-off scheduled for 8 p.m. Central Time, while the women's team faces Omaha at the State Farm Center on Sunday at 2 p.m. Central. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. <laughs>